Welcome to another episode of Morning Coffee with your host, Rick Alexander. I started this show to talk about all of the interesting, complex, paradoxical, and sometimes uncomfortable aspects of the human experience. If you get anything from this show, the greatest compliment you could give me is to share this show with somebody that you think the message may resonate with or to head to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Additionally, if you want to interact with me, you can follow me at rickalexander underscore on Instagram. Without further ado, on to the show. Good morning, happy Friday, welcome back to the MCP. Today we're gonna talk a little bit about acceptance. Before I get into that, however, I do wanna mention that we have three spots available for the Modern Man's Call. That is my men's course, it's a 12-week course that kicks off on May 25th. If you're interested in being a part of that community and exploring the phases and development of masculine psychology, your own psychology, and really wrestling with where your growth has been stunted and where you can step into a bigger and better version of yourself and doing that in a community and in a container with other people that are interested in doing the same thing, then head to the link in the show notes of this episode. Go and click on apply, fill out the shorts, only three or four questions, and then we'll set up a time to talk and we'll just see if that container is going to be right for you. Again, the course kicks off in four days, so don't wait to apply if it's something that you think might be a good fit for where you're at in your life. Carl Rogers, the humanistic psychologist in the 20th century, said, the curious paradox is that once I accept myself, then I can change. That hints at something that I've been talking about on this show all week, which is the idea that you cannot change from delusion, right? You have to be fully grounded in what is real, what is reality, if in fact you have any aspirations of changing. And that is not at all how most of us go about the growth game, right? What most of us do is realize that there are aspects of ourselves that we don't like, or that aren't showing up in ways that we're proud of, or whatever the case may be, we identify some part of ourselves, and then we try to change because we don't like it, right? And so there's never a point where we actually just accept reality, or what reality is showing us. We don't accept what is. The thing is, if you acknowledge what's real, right, this is something we've been talking about on here all week, then you can acknowledge what you're being shown, right? Because If you're not showing up for yourself, if you're not showing up for your partner, if you're not showing up for your profession, for your craft, for key relationships in your life, there's a reason. And so you don't want to try to manipulate reality without accepting it before you try to figure out what it is that it's trying to tell you. I think that your own history, your own life is probably the best personal development curriculum that you could ever ask for if in fact you learned how to look at it as such. But that's not at all what most of us do, right? What most of us do is, well, there's the first problem that I talked about. We see something in ourselves we don't like, and so we try to change it. We see something we don't like in our partners, in our friends, in our business partners, coworkers, whatever, and we try to change them. And so we're going about the world trying to manipulate reality. And that's a very Western culture thing because there are so many aspects of reality 
that we've learned to manipulate. The problem is that, again, when things aren't accepted, when they're rejected, this is something I mentioned in my second book, Ambitious Heroes and Heartache, when things are not acknowledged, when they're repressed, when they're rejected, it's not that they go away. This is the thing that we absolutely have to understand, right? Think right now about your unmet task, right? whatever that thing might be. And maybe nothing comes to mind. Well, just sit in a quiet room for a few minutes and ask yourself, what is my unmet task, right? What is the thing that I'm, I haven't, I'm not willing to face or I haven't faced or I need to face, right? Some version of that. And what you'll find is that something immediately comes to the surface. And that's because these things do not go away. What happens is if enough time or yeah, if enough time goes by and those unlived parts of yourselves aren't given expression, they're going to seek expression on their own. And that is the basis or the root of most neuroses. And so the, one of the main reasons that you want to accept everything about yourself in your world is because then when you're rooted in what's real, you can ask yourself why it's happening, right? You can start to get to the bottom of these compulsions. You know, one of the most beneficial questions I ever ask myself is why do I do what I know is not good for me, right? And that, that's an interesting question. Like you can ask yourself that too. And what that hints at, I mean, you don't have to sit with that for very long before you realize well, there's got to be something beyond me, beyond my ego consciousness, right? the I that I think of whenever I say I'm hungry, I'm this. There's something beyond the I that's pulling levers, obviously, because I'm, I'm engaging in behavior that by myself, that by my own definition, I don't like or I don't condone. And so when you accept whatever this thing is, rather than go straight to the part where you try to evolve or change it, you can start to figure out, well, what is it actually telling you? Because that's going to tell you in what direction you need to change. And this brings up a really important concept or part of this episode, which is acceptance and condoning aren't the, aren't the same thing, right? So you can accept yourself, right? You can recognize what's showing up without condoning behavior that, again, by your own definition, you don't like. And this is why I think most people have an aversion to accepting themselves in the first place or showing themselves some sort of compassion. And so to me, in the Western culture, especially like in the world that we've built, so many people have trouble with the acceptance part because they believe that by accepting it, they're saying that it's okay, they're condoning it. This is the same reason we have so much trouble showing ourselves compassion. I don't know if you've ever really screwed something up, right? But then tried to meet yourself in a place of compassion because you're still worthy of it no matter how much you screw up. It's really important to understand that that gives you the ability to then make a better decision. But when you don't do that, right? When you allow yourself to feel, when you feel bad about it and you don't meet yourself with compassion, the guilt turns to shame. And then that becomes its own cycle. So it looks like this, right? So guilt is, I did something wrong. Shame is, I'm the thing that's wrong, right? So guilt is a really good thing. Shame can be a really good thing. It's telling you something, right? It's like you just crossed a boundary in your own internal constitution, your own soul, your own conscience has been crossed here. And that's why you have that feeling of guilt, right? So you meet yourself with compassion. 
so that you don't keep yourself in the cycle. But what most of us do is we keep it in the dark, first of all, right? We don't tell people about it. Like we don't confess our sins, so to speak. But there's actually a really important psychological reason for why people do that, right? Because you have to, if you bring what's in the darkness into the light, the light extinguishes it. But if we don't do that, the guilt becomes shame. Now, when we think that we're the thing that's wrong, rather than we did something that's wrong, then unconsciously we believe that we deserve to be in that situation, right? And so this is the shame cycle. And so we continue to act in ways that reinforce the way that we feel about ourselves. And so if you never accept who you are, you never accept your lot in life, you never accept the way that things are going, then you're never given the ability to transmute those things. Instead, you stay in the cycle. And so you have to bring these things into the light, regardless of how painful that is. Now, not everybody is worthy of your darkness, right? There are some people that just aren't a safe place to bring your darkness to. And that might be your partner, right? Your partner might not be a safe place. Like they might not be able to hold their own experience, let alone yours. But there are people that can. There are other men out there or other women out there that are also interested in this journey, right? That are also interested in accepting themselves so that they can evolve, so that they can stop living these repeated cycles of drama, guilt, and shame, and ultimately darkness. And there's another curious thing that happens about self-acceptance as well, which is that it gives you the ability to accept other people in your life, right? And so then what happens is you become a safe place for other people to drag their darkness into the light. And so you can see how if we were all to do this, the sort of catalyst it would cause in our culture. But we don't do that, right? We say, if you agree with me, then perhaps I'll accept you. We have to accept each other on the basis of what we are. Right. This is, again, as I bring in the wisdom traditions, it's realizing that there's something sacred about the individual that has to be honored, that must be honored. And if we can do that and we can disagree, then we're in a place where we can have positive discourse and we can work toward change. It's important to understand that everybody else in your life, your loved ones, your kids, your parents, everybody that you care about, the relationship you have with them is in some effect, not, might not be exact, but in some effect, going to be a mirror image of the relationship that you have with yourself. So what you give to yourself, what everybody that's downstream from you, these are all your close relationships, they end up becoming the beneficiary of the work that you do as an individual. That's why this work is so important. And so I just wanna put this out there that meditating on accepting your own darkness is the first step to being able to transmute it. And what happens, what life looks like if we don't go through that first crucial stage of acceptance is actually that we end up living these repeated cycles where we deny it, we say we've grown past it, and then we fall back into it. And we just it just keeps going round and round and round. And so we tell ourselves one thing, but reality starts telling us something else. So that's why acceptance is so important. Anyway, I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. We'll talk next week. I love you guys. Later.